You're listening to Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, episode 23, Lifts and Benedict. Enjoy! Jessica. And you're listening to Rosie, Rosie and Jessica's, Jessica's Day of Fun. Nailed it. I'm still getting it wrong. What's the phrase? It's not you're listening to. I don't listen to them when I edit them. That's why I don't write show notes. Um, oh, zing. Um, so this is episode 23. 23 whole episodes. Point five. One for every year of your life. <laughs> <laughs> you made it sound like that was going to be a disparaging <laughs> remark. Your coffee's curdled for a start. <laughs> it um, may be all that. But that, that's how old I am. So it's not like we're like... Episode uh, forty-eight. <laughs> so we've record. We started to record this episode on Monday, and then there was a, a battery issue. Um, By battery issue, I mean the battery failed, and we spoke for we half, didn't an hour. <laughs> half an hour. If we noticed five minutes after this, never mind. Carry on. Never mind. Just carry on. But you just, we, you just went home. It was um, like Garrison Keeler recording that. Um, student radio station for for, for like four years with nobody listening. Yeah, six months all through the winter. Um. So uh, we've decided to start again because also the the bit we recorded we did it in two chunks and the first chunk ended us going we're just going to stop to have our dinner now and that would imply that our dinner took six days <laughs> yeah that's true yeah. which it didn't but I've been home alone this week which is what uh, you'd come to alleviate the boredom from thank you Kevin uh, and Kevin <laughs> <laughs> um, just that wasn't really a brilliant radio gag but I did an impression of Macaulay Culkin. Looking like Edward Mooks the screen. So our parents were on holiday, and I've been in charge of the house. And let me say, it's been beautifully kept. Um, and this was going. This was all right when you came see me on Monday. Um, it, it, it got pretty grim <laughs> after that. <laughs> on Wednesday, um, I was just in by myself, and that was fine. Uh, I'd been invited to the cinema, but I didn't start till seven thirty, and it was Cloud Atlas. I didn't care that much. And so I thought, actually, I've also I've really bought some chicken because I did. Uh, I did my food census. Sorry, I, can't go out. I can't go out. I bought some chicken. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. On uh, the weekend, I did a, uh, a stock take of all the food, worked out what I needed to buy, made a shopping list, and went up to Sainsbury's. Uh, other other supermarkets are available. I've gone to a Waitrose if they're a big one where we live. Um, it turns out Sainsbury's dead open till 11. Got there at 20 past 10. <laughs> on weather Sunday. Yeah, furious. Well, that's happened to us before. I know it happens. I right, walked into town and thought... <laughs> Here we go again. Remember when we joined that queue just before Christmas? Yeah, but weren't we only? It was like five to eleven. Yes, yeah, I suspected that that might be happening. Forty minutes beforehand, so oh, I went and bought myself a copy of Private Eye and had a lovely coffee and felt very cosmopolitan. Checked my list through. Um, while I was there, had a, a brilliant idea for what to do with my breakfasts. Uh, usually, uh, our dad makes me porridge every morning for. For other people who watch over here. Mm, true um, story. And I thought, oh, well, I'm not having porridge. I've seen it happen with your, with so your own eyes. Ra- <laughs> rather than, say, make my own porridge, which is the logical thing. Because I don't want cereal. Because if I have cereal, I get hungry halfway through my commute. Um, this morning I had cereal and an English muffin, but I did finish the English muffin on the bus. Oh, okay. So I decided I'd have a cooked breakfast every morning. So for the so Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday this week, I had eggs benedict. Lovely bit of ham. Two poached eggs. Can I just interject at this point, mm-hmm. as someone who has um, read Rosie's Mini for the week, yeah. the menu actually just says, Wednesday bacon. to Sunday, bacon and sausages. Yes. Well, no. <laughs> no <laughs> eggs. No bacon. No, no there were eggs no on other days of the thing. Bacon and so Just two different kinds <laughs> of meat. <laughs> that was, that was um, representative of Kidneys. the main component. Oh my sausage. God, no. Oh, a bit, bit of black pudding and the black sausage. <laughs> Square sausage like you get in Scotland. Yeah. Uh, no. Well, Jessica's exaggerating here. I had some bacon. 
found in the freezer during the census needed to be defrosted. You I didn't was try and separate it with a knife, did you? No. I let it defrost and then I tried to separate it. And it worked. That um, woman is now a mother. <laughs> One of my friends once tried to separate a frozen bacon with a sharp knife. And ended up in A&E. And I had to drive her to A&E because she stabbed... It, wasn't, it was actually not a serious injury. I might have told the story on the podcast before, but she did stab herself in the finger with a knife. That woman is now a mother. Um... <laughs> how about your how about your mother moment just then? Yeah, the other uh, were eggs. It was bacon and eggs, and then there were sausages for the last two days of the week. And then I decided not to buy the sausages because I found the ham, and so I decided to divert bacon to the second half of the week and have eggs and bacon later in the week and have ham and eggs in my hollandaise sauce eggs Benedict affair. Ham and eggs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that's from. It just that's, uh, into my head. that's from Just William. Is it Just William? But bacon, <laughs> ham. Who's ham? Eggs. Oh my god, that's one of my favourite <laughs> things I've ever heard. <laughs> so I've eaten. Uh, basically, I bought some chicken and I needed to make that. So um, uh, this is going to come up with a needle and fed. Jessica's just <laughs> having a choke. Um, oh, I'm I made fine, a lovely I'm thing. Fine, I just Wednesday, Wednesday was bleak because I um, was making this stew thing. Um, I was finishing the Casual Vacancy by J.K. Rowling. Any uh, good? Yeah, it, the story doesn't pan out how I wanted to, but I, I mean, right. that, that that can't be a downside. Yes. Um, need to go back to the library today, which I got done, so it needed to get read, and then I was really absorbed in it, um, but to the extent that I didn't close any of the curtains, so I suddenly looked up when I was in a dark house, and it's a bit sad at the end, and it's also very heavy as a book, so <laughs> it's just tiring to read. Um, and then I ate this thing, and then, yeah, it was just a bit, oh, you know, Wednesday didn't try and watch up again, did you? I didn't try and watch up. On Sunday, dear listener, I thought it would be a great idea having made the first stew of the week. I'm a great cook as long as it sits in the oven for two hours. Uh, and I thought I'd watch up by myself. And I didn't even watch the whole thing. I only wanted to watch something while I was eating. So I only watched the first 15 minutes, which is the sad bit without the humorous payoff later on. Oh, it was really, it was really bad. In my mind, the it's just the montage where you see them getting old. It's not the bit where there's children, and then it's a bit, it's longer, the sad bit. Yeah, it does, it's quite a long intro. And then there's all the stuff, like, where he's, and then the guy nearly dents the mailbox, so he hits him in the head with his cane, and I'd forgotten all of this, and John Ratzenberger's there, and it was very intense, and Even I just sat... can't lift the mood. Usually he turns up in a solely comic cameo, but he's yeah. there as a, like, pivotal story person. Um, and then I cr- literally cried into some stew, and I picked it up on my fork, and a tear hit the lump of lamb, and I wasn't going to waste some lamb... Well, you so just seasoned it with your own tea. Yeah, it's nice, delicious. Yeah, and then Thursday was not good. Jessica, how many power cuts have you been in this I've week? I've experienced no power cuts, not a, not a one. No, so no major power cuts. No major cuts. No. Uh, okay. No. How many major power cuts have I been in this week? Um, well, from your Twitter feed, I'm going to guess two. Two major, two power, major cuts. power cuts. And this isn't just oh, the kettle's gone and I've tripped a fuse. Um, I work near Victoria. And there's major works, and all of Victoria got knocked out by power cuts. Of, of somebody putting a through a cable on Wednesday. Is, I can't make that noise, but there's yeah. Is that a new is that a pneumatic drill? Or no, it was like a spade. Um, right. So this happened during my lunch hour, which was annoying because obviously you want to have it while you're not working. Now I, this would have been fine. It was a bit annoying. None of us could work for about two and a half hours. Um, we have the tidiest office ever because the only thing we could do, we, we, all of us are just based on computers, except tidy our desks. Was all we could do. However, I was in a lift when this happened. So I was in... And, and it's just a moment where you think, A, this is the end, this is how I'm dying. And also, I've prepared for this. Being in a lift and the lights will go out and it just comes to a juddering halt. 
And also I thought I'd caused it because I'd just gone and reheated some stew in the microwave because the upstairs kitchen was in use, so I had to use the downstairs kitchen. And I was furious about this, so I thought, well, I'm not bloody walking up the stairs, I'm going to put this in the lift. And I thought the stew from my... No, the steam from my stew had set off a fire alarm, which had caused the lift to shut down. And actually it wasn't, and it was somebody with a... In the that's, that's some powerful stew you've got there, if that's the case. Well, I mean, you know how how people are like, you can't use hairspray near a fire smoke alarm. Yes. It, but I, yes, I also, you ha- <laughs> you weren't in a lift that had just shut down. True, yeah. Um, so the first thing I did was call my friend. She didn't answer, no use, never speaking to her again. Uh, and then I was in there a couple of minutes thinking, right, what am I going to do? And then I banged on the door. I couldn't hear anyone coming past. Did you not have an alarm bell? Was it dark at this point? It was it? dark and all the lights on the alarm panel had gone out, so I couldn't see that. Oh, and then I tried to pull, thing. yeah, and I sort of could sort of see what was going on. And then I pulled the door open and <laughs> realised that oh, the door's open. And luckily, it had stopped just a couple of inches off the second floor, so I could just step out. But if it had stopped, like, two seconds later, if that guy had stopped to cough before putting his spade through <laughs> a wire, it would have stopped and I would have been bifurcated... But my head would have been on the third floor, my feet would have been on the second. You wouldn't have actually been trapped. In no, I wouldn't have been trapped, but then I'd have had, you're not allowed to then climb out of a lift, because it might suddenly move and you might be sliced. Oh, true, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I, so I took my stew out, and there was no one around. And it, obviously when that happens, you really want to go up to somebody and say, I've just been trapped in a lift. I was just in the lift when this happened, it was really scary. And so I milked it for all it was worth. And then the next day, got home a bit late from work. Um, and if I'd come in 15 minutes earlier... Timing is everything, isn't it? Uh, I'd have got in just before sunset, so I'd have been able to deal with this. But all of the power was out. Like, the station, the tube station near our house was out. I had to get off at a previous station. Ah, yes, actually, I heard on the radio, mm-hmm. on the travel news, on Absolute, that the tu- that, that tube station uh, was, was closed. Got... So I, I then got a bus up to our house, and I was walking onto our road, and I thought, it's dark, isn't it? Oh, my first thought was, well, I'm glad I've moved, because I'd be furious. Streetlights were all out. Most of the houses were dark, but then some of the houses were lit in their windows, and I thought, oh, well, what's happening? Maybe they've got solar panels. It was candles. It was candles. <laughs> um, so, um, and when I got to our house, there was a cat in the bloody front porch, <laughs> so I had to try and get the cat out of the way, because I didn't, didn't want to deal with a cat in a dark house. The cat was traumatised by the dark and just needed some company. And no, some I was um, So I got in, by the light of my phone, Got in, closed the door, flicked the whole lights on, didn't work. Got into the kitchen where I knew there were candles. Got through to the living room, lit more candles. Uh, still went around and closed all the curtains because I'm a conscientious... I was looking after that house. And this was a test. For all I knew, this was a test from our parents. Um, and uh, then I got a head torch because I'm a girl guide. And we've got a gas hob because I had a lovely stew. But, I mean, what I've basically done this is use this as talk therapy. because so I've had a very traumatic... This is quite a long diatribe you've just did on here about stew and lift. Um, one of my colleagues. <laughs> well, I think when it was this uh, episode. Well, there we go. There we go. Stew and lift. You can stop her. Um, um, one of my colleagues got trapped in the lift the other day, uh, only for about five minutes, but she was slightly traumatised by it, um, and she was clinging onto the rail on the inside in case it plummeted to the ground. But she was got out. It was fine. The lift, however, was then not usable for the next three days. That's annoying. Um, the pro- the problem is people tend to hold the doors of it open. Oh, yeah, that's um, that. because we all kind of appear at certain times, so people tend to travel in groups and if not all the group is there people will hold the door open and wait and it and then breaks the door which breaks the lift oh i see um so we get in trouble for that so yeah we all had to and well stop having such lovely inter-colleague friendship yeah <laughs> our building is six flights and we work on the top floor okay so we kind of our department likes to use the lift but i use the stairs for three days Ours is, i felt um, quite fit by the end of it five 
but you don't really use the, the lift doesn't go up to the fifth floor so it's only four yeah what else have we done this week um i went to see black dynamite at the prince charles and how was that oh it's great it's a spoof black exploitation film excellent and they do a night where you get a free beer and pizza with your ticket i love um, beer and pizza i know and 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 black exploitation films so um and i went with a, a posse of friends and we saw did that. you round them up before i did round them up i organized it I'm not a hermit any longer. Woohoo! I just did that. Um, I've watched a lot of television. A lot of good television. In fact, Doctor Who's back. Yes, I've so far still only seen the first episode. Okay. I'll catch up at last. I watched... Uh, I didn't watch last week's because the parents were away. I thought we'd all watch it this week. Sounds like they watched it they on watched holiday. It on holiday. So I had to watch it this morning. Curious. Um, it's good. Like the new companion. All good. Love the new yeah, coach. Yeah, she seems fine. Um, been watching a lot of Parks and Rec. I, I missed the beginning of that and have failed to get into it. But I'm, So I'm going to wait for it to come round again. Yeah, it won't. I'm doing the same with Nashville, but not quite on the same level. (laughs) And no, Parks and Recs uh, is amazing. Um, Good. uh, Obviously, you're happy because... No no girl. New girl is back. New girl is back. (laughs) Um, Yeah, excellent. She's lost her job as a teacher. She's now working in the casserole shanty. Um, Yeah. As as usual, infinitely quotable. Yep. Let's hit her in the throat with a ski! I love Winston. Um, yeah, excellent. Um, at work last week, I had to dress up as a space cadet in a silver. Of course, you did. A silver cat suit. Uh, I saw the pictures. I laughed for several minutes. I had to put my tea down. And my then neighbors went on Facebook. Have, <laughs> my neighbours must have thought I was having some sort of breakdown. And then I, I toggled the tabs on my uh, internet browser. <laughs> I just recovered from the picture. Somebody, one of your friends, posted, or colleagues, had posted on Twitter. Um, I had logged into Facebook, but it hadn't loaded when I'd gone back to Twitter. Yeah. So I clicked the Facebook tab. The picture I was presented with was a different, a different, a different photo, a funnier view, photo, different, funnier photo of Rosie dressed as a space cadet in a silver catsuit. <sighs> Madness! And um, because we, uh, we the filming is very, very short, but we had to do it over a while. We had to te- check whether it worked. So I just had to sit in the office, <laughs> just answering calls, doing my project work in. Huge glittery makeup and a silver space cadet outfit. Great work. And why not? Hmm. I, I've got really into speaking of TV. I've got really into Drop Dead Diva. Cool. I got old, really into it um, during my finals on the old Netflix. Um, I've, I'm at the beginning of season three. Okay. It's very entertaining. It's got a slightly Alan McBeal vibe about it. I think that's largely because it's set in a law. law I was say, just because it's law. Um, doesn't and it's, so it's got that similar sort of setup thing in a new case each week and it's pertinent to what's going on in their lives kind of situation. Yeah. And it's that sort of, they have that sort of working relationship and it's reminiscent of that, but it's slightly more supernatural. Well, she's dead for a start. Because she's dead. Um, those of you that don't know, I won't go on about it Thing- as long as it took me the other day. <laughs> Thing Girl dies. Thing Girl called Deb dies. She was an inspiring model. Um, she gets to heaven, she's not happy about this, she hits the return button, she goes back to Earth, but ends up in the most recently vacated vessel, uh, which is Jane, who is a plain, chubby lawyer. So she ends up with Deb's memories, but Jane's body and knowledge. So she's sort of Deb's soul in Jane's brain. Yeah. It's it's sort of, they've had to try and get around how she would cope with being a lawyer. Yeah. But it, it has worked. I imagine it makes more sense when you watch it than when you have to say, like, no, it's her brain, but her soul. <laughs> yes. It's her personality. Yeah. Um, but she is she is still genuinely good at her job. She knows what's going on. Um, yeah, so it's... Uh, and all the scrapes that she gets into. And her fiancé, Deb's fiancé, is the new guy at the law firm where Jane works. He's Billy from Annie He is Billy from Annie Mill. There you go, that's the link. I knew there was a proper one. Boom. Yeah, so that's that. 
<laughs> your knee that just... cracking sound was my knee Rosie pulled the disgusting face <laughs> um, I do pilates now have your knees stopped popping then no well you're one to talk well no my knees always pop uh, righty always pops pop. when I bend lefty pops when I go upstairs on every well it sort of crackles on every step um, somebody said it sounded like some dice in a sock um, <laughs> but now, sometimes it's okay like it fluctuates but we were doing a thing in Pilates this week we do it in the office it's great um, where you have to keep so you on, <laughs> on your back with your legs in the air and you stretch them out and pull them back in and that apparently mimics what it's like to go upstairs because my left leg was going around everyone hideous weird I love Pilates though speaking of stairs I went to the top of centre point the other day did you walk? no because I'm not getting in any more lifts yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't want to plumb in that lift, and you wouldn't want to walk up the stairs thirty one floors. Uh-huh. Um, but it's the f- it's an astonishingly fast lift. It's not the fastest lift I've ever been in because I've been at the Empire State Building, but it's really speedy. I'm, I think it took less time for us to get to the thirty first floor than it does usually for us to get to the sixth floor at work. Speeds right up, great, and the views brilliant. Suppose it gains momentum. Yeah, it does, especially um, when you're going down. Especially when you're going down. Oh, oh we're here. So what were you in centre point for before? Um, we had a big yeah. work shindig. Shindig. Oh, Joey, we all got we all got glammed up. Oh, could have tossed around the corner. I could have worn my leather dress. You could have worn your leather. dress. I bought a leather dress, and technically, I I earned a hundred pounds for buying it because it was one hundred and sixty-five pounds start, and I bought so sixty-five. They're practically paying you to practically buy it. Practically paying. You've actually made money on this. I transaction. keep going to Oasis, seeing things, thinking love that, and then just buying it in the sale for more than ha- the price less than half the price uh, cheap but twice the price and I, I wore did it that last year do you remember when you got that wristband oh that was a great day when I got wristbanded I got for half three off sale for like less than 30 quid um I like £35 I then wore this leather dress to work the next day and everyone was like why what are you doing after work I was like nothing I'm just obviously not just not suitable for this office I um, bought a new dress so I had to wear it yeah obviously um, um, that's how Harry Lloyd, who's in Game of Thrones, approaches buying socks. Uh, he told me this once after a play. Uh, I haven't worn my leather dress since. So sorry, Jessica. I've completely hijacked this with Harry Lloyd socks. That's fine. You can wear your leather dress to my you can wear- party. <laughs> I'm going to. I, I actually used it as an opportunity to wear a dress that I bought before Christmas when I bought my Christmas, Christmas work party dress mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it was... I think I've explained it before. I bought two of them. Yep. And... Uh, I like both of them, but I knew that one of them I was going to wear to the Christmas party and the other one I just liked. <laughs> so yeah, you know, kind of like Clueless, got loads of outfits. Segwaying? Oh yeah, I was going to leave this out. Watch Clueless, isn't it? It's on film four. I love Clueless. Just made a stew. <laughs> Literally oh, every God. day. I ate stew <laughs> every day for six days. Should I do my song? Yeah, your song! Um, but my song is Never Going Back by Fleetwood Mac. Nice poem. Some rumours. Yeah, just got really into it. I watched a documentary about them in Formosa. Top fives! Top fives. That was horrible in my path. I'm so sorry. This is the top five things to do when you're in charge of the house slash alone. I didn't put alone. Jessica put alone. I think top five things to do alone is maybe... Uh, <laughs> Weep into some stew. Yeah, that's what I did on Sunday when I was alone. On Wednesday when I was alone, I watched an episode of Have I Got News For You that I had to turn off because I was warming to Nigel Farage. <laughs> he could really take a joke about himself. He was very good-humoured. Well, and good, then, frankly, because they're coming think. at him thick and fast. And I thought, well, that's nice. He's taking a joke about him. And then they had a clip of him and was like, no, this is awful. And so I had to put on Twitter basically saying, I'm so alone, someone talk to me. It was a really low moment. So it's actually not about being alone. Um, I got through that week. 
Um, okay, it's about being in charge. I defrosted a quiche for our parents' arrival. I'm really on top of things. Well done, you. Thanks. Top five. Well, it's an uneven week, so I'm going first. <laughs> it's been an uneven week, <laughs> let me tell you. Yeah, it really has. Please continue. Um, uh, number one. <laughs> in no particular order. Oh, no, this is number one. <laughs> I know you. This is this is the only reason you've ever moved out. <laughs> Can eat cereal for any slash all meals. Yep. Um, and there's no one there to judge you. When I was in the power cut uh, at home, yeah, that's right, specifying the power cut, um, I'd finally I'd moved up to my room and I'd left my laptop charging all day and I recently bought a new laptop battery. So I um, watched an episode of I'm Alan Partridge on my laptop <laughs> and charged my phone. And at one point I thought, what's that noise? What's that weird noise? Um, it was the Cocoa Pops they left on the mantelpiece crackling. <laughs> uh, yeah, you giant loser. Uh, I had a bonus meal because I had my stew. And then you have Cocoa Pops. <laughs> stress. Uh, I'd already stress eating a muffin. I had Cocoa Pops this morning. It's, you can't move the Cocoa Pops in our assholes. Um, largely due to the fact that because when I was here on Monday for the original attempted recording session, <laughs> there were some Cocoa Pops in the cabinet. I thought, oh, I fancy some Cocoa Pops. So, you went and so I bought some um, at the Tesco Metro yesterday. Other small supermarkets are available. Um, yeah, so I like cereal, and I always have a bowl of cereal when I get in from work, from work, and I try not to have it for lunch as well. <laughs> but sometimes you've got to have a mid-afternoon snack, so, you know. Um, yeah, so that's fine. And that, you can actually, it also ties in with, you can eat anything for any meal, it's just specifically cereal is a good, a good description. Or stew! <laughs> or as it turns out, stew. Um, you can... Eggs Benedict. If it's, if it's your house. Yep. It's just, you know, more for me than you. You can decorate it any way you want. Any way you want it, that's the way you paint it. Any way you want it. <laughs> yes! We've been trying to write. That happened originally the first time we attempted to record this and that podcast. And it was beautiful the first time. It was beautiful and it was really une- like unexpected and beautiful. It was like a hive mind situation. Um, like the Borg. What? Like the Borg. Anyway, we've, we've been trying to work out. We spent the whole morning got lost in trying to remember what song we used as we knew that we had replaced a, a word of the song with paint and we had both replaced the correct word at the same time with oh. the word paint without talking to each other. We just started singing. What even is that song? Is that in Rock of Ages as well? Oh yeah, they're all in Rock of Ages. Name a song, it's in Rock of Ages. Um, I've got green, green Grass of Home. Yep, it's played in the background. Oh, right, okay. It's the play out music. <laughs> Um, ironically not Rock of Ages by, by Gillian Welch but anyway let's uh, not get distracted so we can, we can you can decorate it any way you want it that's the way you paint it yeah um, so yeah any any colour you fancy I'm trying to get Jessica to put a neon sign on her wall yeah I have a big expansive wall and it's just under a storage heater so I don't want to put anything that will perish in the heat so, <laughs> so I'm saying something that will also get hot send blue tacks out um, and Rosie's going for doorbell We've got gas. Yeah. <laughs> Rosie's um, so, going for a, a, some sort of neon sign. Yeah, I'm thinking like girls, 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 or something. Then, no vacancies. Yeah, no vacancies. Like a great statement. Or some sort of um, cocktail bar situation. Or um, a uh, wall mounted head of an animal. One of those, um, well, like kind of jigsaw stag things. Yeah, I Don't think I wasn't tempted to buy one the other day. Or make a, f- like you, you can sew. No, but you can sew. Oh my god, I'll sew. Oh my god. But you can make a really cool unicorn. You have a unicorn. Right, contact legal, <laughs> write this down. You, you can make a lovely, like a really high quality hobby horse head. <laughs> really high, I'm talking like really nice. Don't do it in an afternoon, give it a week, give it a week. Um, and then a lovely, beautiful, beautiful and horn. You can hang stuff off that. It's <laughs> a coat rack. Um, Christmas in that house will be a boon. <laughs> it will be amazeballs. And I've got one of those um, sock hangers 
So you can hang all, if you're washing, hang all your socks in it, hang it on the unicorn. Oh. And it's above the storage heater and they'll dry like a treat. Um, Jim Jams, I've written here. You can just wait. And that's, it's actually not specific to pyjamas. That's, mm. as with the cereal, a uh, representative of a wider thing. You can wear anything you want. I should point out, when I was here on Monday for the previous podcast attempt, I spent most of the afternoon, before you got home, wearing cat ears. And a tiara. Uh, one evening I wore a wig. Because I've got many, we've established this. And on Wednesday, um, I have a very nice silk shirt from Oasis at the Sale. Brilliant. <laughs> uh, but it was very hot on Wednesday in London. Um, and I've been wearing a pair of skinny jeans. So I opened the back door and put on a pair of um, jersey short shorts that I have. Like my running shorts. Still with the full-on button <laughs> silk shirt. And I had like a top knot and peacock feather earrings. So from the waist <laughs> up, really quite overdressed. From the waist down, breakdown pants. Excellent. In the, uh, I did the same in the power cut. Put my joggers on. Big Cardington. Top hat. <laughs> pipe. Monocle. No point, couldn't see. I, I was walking on my way to work the other day. Smoking uh, a pipe. Yes, I was smoking a pipe. No, I was walking along behind a guy. Like, young guy, dressed completely normally, av- very averagely, very middle of the road. Jeans, t-shirt, hoodie, to train at, like, high tops. Normal haircut. Yeah. Smoking a pipe. Uh, next one, I have written... It says dirty here with a picture uh, with a shoe filled with scrambled eggs with a comb which is a black books reference dirty what the thing I was actually aiming for but Rosie decided that's what it should be is um, (laughs) you can just if you've had a cup of tea and you're about to leave the house you can just put the cup on the side and wash up when you come back I actually and having to re-record made me think more about this it's not worth running a bowl of hot water to wash up to not do a full load of washing. Mate, don't run the whole thing. We'll get to this on my top five because I'm going to trounce you. I'm going to defend yeah, the then, very much defensible. It doesn't, it doesn't stay... So, like, if you've got one empty tea mug, just pop it next to the sink or even in the sink. Yeah, oh, no, don't put it in the sink. <laughs> what no. is wrong with you? <laughs> if it's one mug and you're going to wash it up when you get home and there's no one else there, it's fine. The mm. problem is if there is... Housemates. If you have housemates. Also, if there is water in the bowl. Oh. Because that makes me punchy. Why would you just leave a pan to get a bit damp? If you if you've got as far as if you've got as far as having a bowl of water, let's face it, they won't have run a bowl of water. It, it will be, be the previous washing up water. Tip it away. Just... Put the pan. I'd rather you tipped it away and put the pan on the side than just sat the pan in some scabby water that you can clearly see toads are going to grow in. Oh, it's offensive. I'm I, my friend Steph and I. I'm I'm this this Rosie and I in total agreement. Of, I'm just like one one empty tea mug on the side. That's fine. Yeah. Um. My friend Steph and I, when we were in third year, so got fed up with our kitchen. It wasn't our mess, but we reached breaking point, so we started it's decided gonna to tidy up. Story. It's going to be a pan story. Um, we found, first of all, um, a plate that had gone sort of mouldy, and I said, Steph said, I don't know what to do with this. I said, as a joke, put it in the garden, hope it rains. And she said, no, I'll, I'll try and, you know what, it's my plate, I didn't make a mess, but I'm just going to ditch it and later she said it was because the the reason she had so quickly said no no i don't think we'll do that was because she'd had an image of a fox eating it getting some sort of disease biting human and and, <laughs> and we would accidentally be responsible for the creation of virus Patient zero. yes <laughs> uh, we'd have we'd have started the zombie apocalypse um and the second was um she had, i think possibly the same plate as she lifted the plate she went ah oh, what <laughs> it'll reach you in a second i was on the other side of the kitchen about 30 seconds later the smell hit me it was rancid like fetid rancid pasta water there was no pasta in it it had cooked pasta it was starchy water i don't know how long it had been there about a week with a plate on it 
it was disgusting we tipped it down the drain but we didn't have an open drain in our back garden because where the extension was so we had to go into the front garden where all the neighbours could see us so I had my wellies on and Steph had a pair of rubber gloves on and we were tipping it and we, and we had the hose going to sort of sluice it down trying both of us not to be sick in the driveway it was a treat I love student life anyway one cup on the side a knife that you've used to butter your toast in the that's morning that's not I think that's fine right just do your next one because I'm going to I was I was later here this morning than I meant to be because I was doing my washing up. Um, and my last one is projects. <laughs> Rosie's yep. having some sort of breakdown. Um, project. Uh, you can start a project, and you don't have to worry about like packing it away, and you can just do anything. Oh uh, yeah. Go, oh my god, I've had an amazing idea, and you can just do it. You don't and have to worry about other people. Or like, oh, so and so's going to be back, and they're going to be furious that I started building a bust of management of matchsticks. Yeah, and it's and it's not even like you've left it out and not tied it away. You can actually. The whole thing can just take over the entire house. Say, right, this week I'm doing this project. How big is that quilt? <laughs> 80, centimetres, 80 centimetres by a metre, we'll get to that in a minute. Okay, is it mine? Uh, yeah, so yeah, that's uh, that's me. Last Sunday, oh, God. number one, in eight hours I listened to 14 hours worth of podcasts. I can't help but think you might have skipped some. I skipped quite a lot. We don't need to listen to every section on Women's Hour. No, we don't. Some of that doesn't need to be broadcast. At breakfast time. It's not breakfast time, Jessica, it's, it's 10 nearly, o'clock. It's nearly breakfast time. It's nearly breakfast, not even breakfast time yet. Jessica has breakfast during Homes with a Hammer. Lunch Which podcast. starts at 10 o'clock. Um, so, I rest my case. I, being this, home, this is why I never stop, hear stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Being home alone. They've all got the same kitchen. On women. Oh, on Homes with a Hammer. They do all have all the same All of them, if they're renting it out, they've got the same kitchen. Um, if they're selling it, they've got the other kitchen. Back to me. Carry on. So I listen to a lot of podcasts because when I was home alone, like, I just... If, if there's not a voice talking to me that I've set up, then a demon's voice will probably come and talk to me. Or a murderer. So, listen to a lot of podcasts. So I <laughs> Or pipes. Or, oh, God, yeah. The pipes have sort of stopped doing that, but it'll come back next winter. Number two, my food stock take. That was great. Um, I found loads of food I wanted to eat. Found that meal we had on Monday, because we had two open packets of vegetarian sausages. Oh, yeah, that was good. Um, did you finish your, your potatoes? Oh, I did. Uh, for guides, I had my next... My potatoes the next day. Um, yeah, it was great. Found loads of stuff. Loads of tins. Um, this is how we got onto the Benedicts, and then we had some ham. Yep, yep. Number three, singing. Do it all the time. Number three, point B, singing in the shower. Uh, I've had some great showers. I could definitely at some point put together a top five showers. Uh, there was the time I got covered in cream for a play, um, that I then wasn't allowed to go home and wash off because I had to go to uh, a rehearsal, so I was covered in whipped cream that I'd been pied with for uh, two hours. Uh, there was always the one oh, after the camp. humanity. Oh. Um, and then there was the one when I finished my degree when all my housemates were out. So I wrote my final words on my essay, had a half hour shower and did the hits of Kate Bush. Knew about 40% of the lyrics. It was great. Um, I've done a lot of uh, Bonnie Tyler this week in the shower, Jessica. You've missed that. You've missed um, the three three epic Bell and Sebastian songs that sort of run together as a trilogy of fantastic. I've been, I've had Tangled this week. Um, you bought the soundtrack? I bought the soundtrack at the beginning of the week at one thirty in the morning. Great thought. I really want the soundtrack to Tangled because I'm a five-year-old girl apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did that. Mm-hmm. Um, a five-year-old girl with access to an iTunes account and credit card. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually my default shower song is Teenage Dirtbag because it's the perfect length for a shower. <laughs> and in the back in the days when uh, like you know when you have favourite songs but you sort of you sing along you start singing them and when you're not listening to them you sort of forget bits yeah and kind of you, you have to like you kind of forget the end of a verse or you've, you've forgotten how the bridge gets into yeah. it not from the Teenage Dirtbag I know literally all of it you get to amuse yourself two thirds of the way through by doing a funny voice exactly number four efficiency this is like projects 
So it turns out I'm incredible at looking after a house. On Sunday morning, I set myself a timer for 10 minutes in the living room, the living room and the hall, and put some recycling out. Recycling, I had three things on the line, boom, boom, boom. On Tuesday morning, in an hour, I washed my hair, emptied the dishwasher, and made eggs benedict. Yeah, I was great. Like, the house has been immaculate all week. Except I couldn't clean the hob. There was one thing I had to do before the parents got home, because I refused to clean the hob in a power cut. Number five, this is my house. That's a 30 Rock reference, watching around shouting, this is my house! Yeah, and also, um, you're wrong, by the way, about the cups. Like, when you're home alone, that, because it's just you, that means you have the perfect opportunity to complete the challenge that every homeowner has of making it appear like they don't live there. (laughs) You should be able to walk into a house and go, no one had breakfast this morning. (laughs) So I was really annoyed on Friday, and I left everyone, I had my little plate setting, and now I had to start having two drinks at breakfast, because I forgot to cancel any of the milk, so I started combating (laughs) this by drinking two thirds of a pint of milk every morning for breakfast, and having a hot chocolate, and maybe a juice. Um, If you'd made porridge, then you could have used some more milk. Well, I know. Fools. Uh, But then on Friday I forgot to put it away, so the parents came home, and they knew I just had my breakfast. So if there was a murder, that could have been used against me. There wasn't. (laughs) Basically, I really like being in charge, apart from the two evenings I had breakdowns, which were the two evenings I was in the house alone. Brilliant. Um, yeah. On men's. On oh. men's. Um, films. I bought this from my original list when I remember the project thing. You can just, you can have, there's plenty of excuse for film marathons. And, and uh, again, with the food and the clothes, no one can judge you for what you're watching. Yes, that's the other thing. Anyway, oh, you can, you can watch a film marathon because you, you, there's no pressure for you to like go and do anything else or be sociable. And they don't have to be quality, it doesn't have to be quality viewing. No. Let's get it. <laughs> also, I've written mushy peas. I can't quite remember why. It's because you got really excited about mushy peas, and you were like, "You can have mushy peas when you're by yourself." There was, it wasn't exactly that. Um, oh, it was because we were talking about what you we were talking about food census, and I said, "Yeah, and you still haven't. Have you got? You don't even know if there are any mushy peas." Uh, and raging kegger. Yeah, fair play. Da 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 da. Is that the jingle? Yeah. Oh, great. Mathong. Your song. Uh, Chinese by Lily Allen I've never heard it, um, it good? so I suddenly remembered the song Who'd Have Known which is To the Tune of Shine by Take That um, oh yeah yeah she was. She said I've got this great song and she played it and the, the person she played it to said that's great but the chorus is Shine by Take That and she said I don't want to rewrite it we'll just put their credit <laughs> they can have the credit and then I thought oh that's a great song so I listened to that and I thought I'm going to listen to the album because there's no one around um, so I really hope the neighbours liked it because I listened to it at least twice a day for five days running. That's not an exaggeration. I genuinely did. Um, and that's a great song. Yeah. Great. Snack of the day. Wish you peace. Great. Yeah. Needle and thread! Needle and thread. That was a weird gospel version. Yeah. Um, I made some cushion covers this week. This is, can I just say, this is a proper needle and thread. We've done cooking, we've done sewing, no knitting. <laughs> I think basically we're all so traumatised by that jumper raising made that no one's been able to pick up a pair of yeah, pair of It would go amazingly with these mustard trousers. It would, that would be a treat. Oh, they've got some mayonnaise on them. Um, yeah, I made some delightful cushion covers. Um, they, in my local sewing shop, they have, their, I think they're catering to an older audience. They know their market. Um, it's it's quilting and pattern fabric from as far as the eye can see. Um, and I've got some lovely quilting fabric, which is sewing um, stripes of sewing paraphernalia. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we've got like a stripe of sewing machines and of needles and threads and bobbins and mm-hmm. all sorts. And make some lovely cushion covers. Jazzy. So I've got that sort of in a strip down one side and then the rest of it is just plain purple cotton. And I've over- I've top stitched the lot of them and it's absolutely in a contrasting thread. You've been uh, painting your dining chairs? Delightful. I've painted my dining chairs. I've done the first couple of layers, just done them white. They were quite a dark wooden varnish. Yeah. 
sanded them all down, painted them white, and I'm going to do each of them a different pastel colour. Quilt? Yeah, I've started making a quilt. I've been wanting to make a quilt for ages, and I seized my opportunity to do kind of practice, not a practice quilt, but a starter quilt on a smaller scale, and it's just squares. One of my friends had a baby this week, so I'm making a little quilt for her. And she and her husband met through a shared love of VW Beetles and camper vans, and I saw some fabric with camper vans on it. So yeah, well, that's it. Just done a little patchwork quilt. Have you been watching the sewing bee? I have. What do you think? It's no, no bake-off. It's no bake-off. It's just... The thing is, no matter how much they try and explain what they're doing, people don't care about clothes as much as they care about cake. And also, um, like, it's... With a, with baking, obviously you can methodically follow the steps and you might get a cake in it, but there's a chance for it. it I think there's more scope for it going really disastrously it's wrong and, like, wrong. noticeably wrong. And if somebody says, that cake tastes like an arse, everyone goes, ugh, an arse cake. Whereas if somebody says... That scene just doesn't lay flat. You can sort of see that it's not flat, but you're like, oh well. Yeah, it's only when they really botch it up, like they get the the zip, um, like inside out. I was going to start using words like placket. Oh, um, yeah. When they had to make a pair of trousers the other day, and putting the zip in is quite a fiddle. You have to sort of overlap bits that will then be and then tack things close and then fold them out. Yeah, Um, and then sort of fold them out and and snip bits open again. And when you sort of turn it through, it'll all be white. But yeah, it's, it's very methodical. You, here's a list of instructions, follow it to the letter, and you will end up, you can't cut corners and you can't, there's no scope for personal interpretation. Mm. Whereas with a cake, there is a bit more, on baking things, you know, there's more scope for like flavour and stuff. Also, um, I am a fan of the absurdly handsome judge. Oh, the Savile Row tailor. Ugh. Very Me- smartly dressed. Beautifully turned out, <laughs> beautifully tailored slacks. Um, yes, very well turned out. Uh, Claudia is lovely, but no Melon Sue. Yeah, I think it also, it's because there's only one of her, you don't get the sort of, the, the, I hesitate to use the word banter. But you don't get badinage. the badinage. The um, <laughs> between the two of them. And, um, also, you don't have Mary Berry, who is like a known entity and national treasure. Yeah. Um, she's got some other woman. Yeah. Who doesn't seem to have a personality, never mind. She, yeah, she seems, um, she seems nice, and she's sort of, you know, she was, help, she helps them, but, you know, without helping them, and she's... You know, mm-hmm. she obviously knows what she's talking about. But I just, I haven't, I haven't really warmed her. I can't remember what her name is. I've watched three episodes. May, because it's Patrick and May. Is it May? May Martin. Right. Because it's, it's like Paul and Mary. It's Patrick and May. Ah. Do, 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 do. That must be how they picked them. Exactly. Um, yeah, I found it, because I do a lot of sewing. I found, I was concerned that I would find it stressful to watch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't. I when I first saw that it was on, I thought I don't know that I want to watch that, and I couldn't put my finger on why. And I started watching it. I thought, oh, I think I was concerned that this would be difficult viewing. It's actually not. I found it okay. It's just it hasn't. I don't think it will grip the nation in the same way that Bake Off has. No. Cake is a more universal subject, and there are no attractive Scottish doctors in it. So, um, so this week go. I've made some muffins, lovely white chocolate cranberry muffins. Um, one for me and one for my line manager every day, and then. Uh, Two I had to stress eat in the evenings, and three for me and the parents yesterday worked out perfectly. Um, there were 16. Uh, they work quite well. I've made a lamb tagine affair. That was pretty good. Loads of prunes. It does say, just before tagine, it says stew slash tagine there. Yeah, because I also made my chicken stew. Because you've done stew. And it had a, a can of cider in it. Stews. The chicken was great. The chicken was fine, actually. It's the wrong type of chicken to use in this too. I should have roasted the chicken, put that in. Don't know how to roast a chicken. So, uh, just put some chicken in lumps 
and then put it in the oven, turn the oven, well, yeah, turn the oven on. It was too much enough oven. time. It's, mm, carrots, potatoes, can of cider. Bob, you're oh, oh, it was incredible. Basically, the, the chicken was fine, the vegetables were great, and the broth was amazing because it was hot chicken cider. Um, of course, yes. So, chicken uh, chickeny cider. Mm. Um, and in fact, when you roast chicken, you're not roasting it, you are indeed baking it. Because roasting is specifically in front of an open fire. Mm-hmm. But you wouldn't roast a potato for Mac. Holler. Well, have we seen this week? What have we seen this week? Hey! Uh, first up, um, an apology for the previous week. Um, one, we got the name of one of the videos wrong. And, and two, it's not on YouTube anymore. So, sorry if you want to see Bonjour Girl or but, Hey Girl. Uh, but you can't. So, yeah. Um, we called it Hey Girl. It's actually Bonjour Girl. And um, I think because it is an infringement of Disney's copyright, it's been removed. But believe us, it was funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why is my son crying? Yeah, it's a Tumblr, which a guy takes a picture of his son every time he cries, posts the picture on this Tumblr, and writes underneath why his son is crying. And it's all things like, Grandma wouldn't let him spill water all over the table and her. We told him to stop hitting his brother with a plastic sword. He threw his dinner on the on the floor, and now he wants his dinner. He was dressed as a giraffe. He's wearing giraffe costume. <laughs> um, he's bad at eating yoghurt. Kids just covered in yoghurt. <laughs> That's very funny. My friend also set up a Tumblr, uh, which is literary cats... And it's cats, picture of a cat, and then a bit of literary theory underneath. So there'll be a thing like of a, a cat and a mirror, and it's like mirror theory is like this. Um, that's very funny. Uh, there's a video of how in- animals eat their food. That's very entertaining on YouTube. Um, it's two guys eating dinner, and one of them asks the other, "Do you want to see how animals eat their food?" And then proceeds to demonstrate how a number of animals will eat their dinner. To um, I to explain it is to spot, just watch it. Yeah, just watch it. Um, I was on another podcast. You were. Soz. Uh, I was on South London Hardcore. SLHD. Hello, I'm Jack McEnroe. This is my colleague Stephen Walsh. Hello. Exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, I was on that uh, in an April Fool's episode. Yeah. Pretending it was, to. It was awkward there for a moment. Yeah. I really thought Stephen had left. Yeah, but he hadn't. It was a ruse. And then I had to stay on because I, I behaved quite poorly in the ruse bit. <laughs> she was trying to... <laughs> and to, and to redeem yourself. Yeah. But... <laughs> then I don't actually hate South London. Uh, and uh, to finish off... <laughs> Carol Channing, whose head keeps getting stuck to things. <laughs> this is from an episode of the American Whose Line Is It Anyway? And they're playing party quirks. And Ryan is Carol Channing, whose head keeps getting stuck to things. And it's hysterical, and it's, it's, it's <laughs> funny enough to start with. It pans out badly for him. We'll put the link on the uh, on the show notes. Amazing. So this has kept recording all the way through. Woohoo! Imagine if I hadn't. I'd actually just kill the podcast. I'd delete the website. Uh, That's a joke. It hasn't recorded. It has. <laughs> okay. Bye. Um. Yeah. See you soon. See you. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>